unless you eat of the flesh of the Son of Man and drink of his blood and drink of his blood you shall not have life within you. Amen. You notice we've been reading the Bread of Life discourse for three, four days now. So I think it is also a good time for us to sit back and reflect many dimensions of the Bread of Life discourse. But today the Lord is reinforcing the real presence, the real presence, he says, uh, many of the Jews, they did not understand. Many of them went away after Christ made that claim. I am the bread of life. So they went away. Was it like a symbolic interpretation or is it something real? They went away. How about you and I? The real presence of God in the Eucharist. The word of God says, my flesh is true food and my blood real drink. Yesterday I mentioned something and it comes up also in today's gospel. We become what we eat, just like the regular food that we eat. You know, whatever we eat nourishes us, helps us to become better. That is what happens. Whoever eats my flesh, drinks my blood, remains in me and I in him. It means that the Eucharist crucifies the recipients. Anyone who receives the Eucharist is crucified. And also, the Eucharist eternalizes us because it leads to everlasting life. That is the teaching, a wonderful one. But what is the effectiveness or the efficacy of the Eucharist on the recipients? Paul will tell us it is on the worthy reception of the Eucharist. That means you and I having that strong faith that what we celebrate here is indeed the flesh and blood of Christ. And through our faith, the efficacy of the Eucharist or the effectiveness of the real presence of Christ will begin to manifest not only in eternal life, but here and now. That is, we becoming bread broken for the life of the for, for the lives of our brothers and sisters. That is, we become another Christ, like Paul will say in Galatians 2. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. But like St. Paul or Saul in the first reading, sometimes sin separates us from the worthy reception of the Eucharist. In the case of Saul, it was persecution, uh, persecuting the Christians, but we know the story of Paul. You know, Acts of the Apostles, chapter 9, we read today, is about the conversion of St. Paul. So the Lord continues to call every one of us to metanoia, that is, daily conversion, because a sin, according to Thomas Aquinas, is uh, aversio a day, that is, aversion from God, and uh, turning towards other creatures, that is, uh, conversio ad Creaturam, turning away from God, aversion from God, and conversion to other created things. But we can pray today that the Lord remove the scale from our eyes so that once the scale falls off from our eyes, we can begin to see with the inner eyes 
what we celebrate with Christ in the, the real uh, presence of Christ in the Eucharist. So that, like the psalmist tells us today, go out and tell the good news. We can tell the good news of the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist by our lives, in words, and in action, so that whoever encounters us, we really know that we have been transformed, transfigured by the food, by the blood of Christ. We become what we eat. So my dear brothers and sisters, today we gather around the table of Eucharist, the table of unity, the table of love, the table of compassion, all of that that Christ is. He crucifies us to become another Christ. So we can go out there like him, uh, Acts of the Apostles chapter 10 tells us, Christ went about doing good. So once we are crucified, we go about doing the same good, giving sight to the blind, visiting prisoners, uh, curing the sick, and uh, clothing the naked. All of that corporal works of mercy and also the spiritual works of mercy, we manifest how we've been crucified in the reception of the Eucharist and also in our belief of the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist. May God continue to bless his words in our hearts through Christ our Lord. Amen.